Hey, this is Coco Columbia. You're listening to Sounds of PDX. This is Travis from the audio sequence. I'm Vince. I'm Boyd. This is Josh from Adverse Effects. This is Mike Collins from Mitz, Ryan, and Collins. I'm Jason Amare. Hey, this is Logan Lynn. And Gino Amare. You're listening to Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX on PRP. Happy Tuesday evening. I am back. This is Luke Neal on Sounds of PDX on KSFL LP Portland. Portland Radio Project, if you're listening to us in the Portland area on the FM, that's 99.1 FM. You could also be streaming us live on PRP.FM or on your mobile app. Uh, we have a very, very cool show tonight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the power of marketing and social media. The band I have tonight first reached out and uh, liked something on Instagram, a Sounds of PDX or whatever. I checked out their music and was immediately hooked. I have Talk Modern on the program tonight. Guys, thank you so much for being here. So great to be here. We're super excited. So go ahead and introduce yourselves and, and uh, tell us what you, like your core uh, role in the band is. Uh, my name is Josh Colopy. I'm guitar, songwriter, and then we got... Yeah, my name is Nicholas Donez, and I'm uh, lead vocals for Talk Modern and songwriter also. Yeah. And Nick, everyone I have given... Uh, links to like the North Warehouse performance and a couple things that we're going to be talking about. Everyone's like, oh my God, the dude's voice. Josh, I'm sure you hear that a lot. We're going to yeah. talk about this amazing <laughs> dynamic. Uh, lots of things going on. These guys are playing Friday night at the Hawthorne Theater and we've got some tickets to give away. So listen for that. Uh, very exciting things. But most importantly, they just released a single yesterday called Reckless and we're going to debut the entire XO EP, right? So excited. Gosh, yeah. I can't uh, thank you enough for that opportunity. Uh, we are going to hop into the PDF spotlight playlist with the 1975 so stick around i've got talk modern until 9 p.m here on portland radio project
1975 here on Sounds of PDX. That's an influence of my special guest, Talk Modern. I've got Josh and Nick in studio with me tonight. Uh, guys, let's start off. That was a newer song, but I want to ask both of you, what was your first tangible uh, music memory, whether it be a song or experience? All right, I'll take it away. Um, I must have been like three years old, and uh, I remember carrying around a Tina Turner record. And I used to listen to What's Love Got to Do With It over and over and over. And I grew up with my grandparents and my aunts were living at home at the time. And they constantly told me how they were so tired of listening to the song. And eventually it wouldn't play on the record anymore. <laughs> so they bought me my own copy. And that is my earliest memory. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, I was just 80s pop. Grew up with it. Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston. Um, just so undeniable you know like yeah. it doesn't matter who you are you just you hear it and you just start moving so that's those are like my earliest memories that really stick with me and still really influence me like in how i ride today i want to do that i want to bring that you know <laughs> and you do um i i so my story again i i gave a condensed version but when i was contacted on instagram i checked out the uh, north warehouse video of uh, not enough i was just blown away like you know there, there is a rhyme and reason to why music that feels good feels good. So I was waiting at the, you know, one to one fifteen minute mark for that hook to creep in. Yeah, and I was blown away with everything. And then in that post course, you start adding like the syncopated synth drums and stuff. Like it's just next level. So uh, I, I was really excited to see what Josh was going to send me for influences. I'm not surprised by many of these. I had a lot <laughs> of them in my catalog, um, mainly which uh, next on the playlist is Prince. Who wants to share some thoughts on this genius? Man, I mean, it's just groove master, you know, like for me, it's that groove in the outro. It's like three minutes long of just that synth bass. Yeah. I don't know, just these certain elements of all this just pop music, there's so much great pop music that's happened over the past, what was that? It was in the 70s, it's so long right. ago. Yeah. But you know, it's kind of capturing all these different influences that we have and putting them, putting them together, you know? And, and he's like, just pure sex. Yeah, like, it is. so <laughs> right. great, the vibe is just it's, out of it's control. An, it's undeniable. That's yeah. a word I'm gonna keep using, you know? <laughs> He'll forever be in style because he's always ahead of its time. Like, he was. Absolutely. Even though he's not he here is. anymore, like part of me really wants to keep sacred what was left in his vault. But the other part of me is like, oh my I gosh, wanna hear <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but let's savor what we do have. Uh, this is I Wanna Be Your Lover by Prince. Stick around, I've got Talk Modern until 9 p.m.
bother reading into it i probably won't left to my own devices but that's the difference in our opinions you're a mouthful bad a mouthful another week on my own now i'm a novel made resourceful i start a chain with my thought talk is cheap my darling when you here on Portland Radio Project. That was an artist I was like totally off the radar on until uh, my buddy and our friend Dan Cable from Dan Cable Presents showed him to me. So excited that uh, Chet Faker showed up on the influence list for my guest, Talk Modern. What's yeah. up, guys? Uh, we are here because a, a couple things. So let's uh, let's get some details out there about um, the show this Friday. So you're playing at Hawthorne Theater with um, Shay Altered and Disco... Volante. Volante. Okay, perfect. Uh, so we're going to have some passes to give away in this hour for that. Um, but it is Friday. Uh, doors open at 9? Yeah. Or shows at 9? Shows... We'll double check yeah. that. I've, I've got the link. I'll put it on the talk board as well. And speaking of which, if you're listening to us on a mobile device or on a desktop computer, go ahead and uh, say hello on the talk board. Um, my sister Carol is here. I knew you were going to love tonight's playlist, Carol. So uh, there's plenty more where the goodness came from. Again, I was telling them during the break uh, about our Raspberry Beret prints on the vinyl. Don't dance and skip the vinyl. It's like, how can, how can you have prints on and not dance around in the living room, mom? You can't. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I'm always interested to see, um, other than the human voice, what was your first instrument? Um, I'm guitar player. So I started, I picked up guitar when I was 16 and everything stopped. <laughs> so kind of still to this day, I'm pretty similar, but I mean, from there, 
drums, keyboard, bass, but guitar has always been my my main instrument and it really helps me. I, I, I like to channel other instruments through that too, like play percussive kind of drum inspired guitar riffs and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Just, I'm all about the groove and the rhythm, but yeah, guitar is my number one still. I, I have too many of them, but. <laughs> How about, uh, can you share some guitarists who stood out to you that make you wanna, wanna buy a record and, and play along with it? Yeah, I mean, when I was growing up, when I was 16, I was thinking about, I was in, way into like punk stuff. AFI oh, was my yeah. favorite band. Oh, right on. And for me, they're, they're a one guitar band. Yeah. which is like shocking because it sounded so full. So that's always kind of been, um, how can I make one guitar sound massive and fill out a mix? So also on the other end of the spectrum, The Edge from U2. I'm, always, I'm really right. into effects and stuff like that. So that's always been super inspiring to me. Um, yeah, The Edge know. isn't Eddie Van Halen, but the genius is he took his skill level and made something just incredible that has now been duplicated and i mean a bunch of people do what the edge does i mean he's a he's a painter and most you know i think all the great guitarists are you know the one guitarist in the band because all power trios you know hendrix and cream that's all relies on one guitar so yeah it's, it's the hook making a right. hook out of your guitar part you know that's what i'm trying to do <laughs> and you had a really cool vintage looking guitar in the uh North Warehouse video, the green one with the white pickup. What's yeah, that thing? That's Jazzmaster. Ah, so good. <laughs> so I've good. had a few of them. They're my favorite. I yeah, got, I got a tattoo of one right there. Oh man, you are. <laughs> I like them. I like them. Are you listening, Fender? I was gonna say, you, you hear this, Fender? <laughs> what about you, Nick? Uh, my first instrument was a little. Uh, it, it was a little violin, and I ended up playing it for about 13, 14 years. Um, but I would say I focused mostly on like finding like the correct like tone and like most natural tone of my voice. Like that was like very important to me. Um, rather than like learning an instrument besides the violin, I was very focused on like singers and mm. you know, them like f the stories about how they like came to be and how they've discovered their own voice. And so I went through a ton of different singers and just like really, like I used to listen to the Cranberries a lot and would like sing into like the stereo that I had and like match my tone and like make sure that the notes were exactly wow. the same. And I would listen to like a lot of like Selena, like my family is Mexican-American. So I like loved, loved, loved it growing up. Um, yeah. We're going to get him to play violin though. I yeah. Mean, that for needs real. to happen. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. The, the stage presence alone of you playing violin and singing would be rad. Yeah. One of my favorite artists, uh, Tracy Bonham does that. She's really great. More alt rock thing. Um, so, uh, this is kind of a classic dance slash soundtrack song. And it, again, you can't help but feel good when you hear it. Uh, who submitted Robin with Every Heartbeat? I did. All right, Nick, what about this one? Speaking of great vocalists, like Robin's super underrated. Yes. Yeah, Robin's fantastic. I feel like there are so many people. I feel like there aren't very many people that don't like Robin. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's she's fantastic. I, she's I the mean, hero we need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is true. Um, but even that first big Robin song that came out was just like, so I was so young then and I just knew she was like fantastic, yeah. Another time of song. I mean, there's a lot of great music I think that has been, uh, especially from Europe, that has been influenced by her, but this is kind of the staple jam. This is with every heartbeat, stick around.
where a friendly, experienced agent will help you find a home in one of Portland's distinctive, community-minded neighborhoods. We want you to love where you live. Learn more at livingroomre.com.
Simple Things by Miguel. Here on Sounds of PDX, you're listening to Portland Radio Project on 99.1 FM. You've been enjoying the influences of Talk Modern here on the PDX Spotlight playlist. Right now, you can see Arrows in Orbit. Their episode's going to be on for a little bit longer. But I believe this weekend, we premiered the Skull Diver episode. Really good time. They uh, had a performance at the Holocene, and then we did a really cool interview in their living room. So I want to thank them for that again. Uh, much more great artists up on uh, PDX Spotlight. Uh, on the playlist coming up, we've got a bunch of really cool influence. I've heard a lot of pop-heavy stuff, which is great, but we also have uh, Dr. Dre to look forward to, Marvin Gaye, which is considered pop, but like... With some flavor. At this point, it's yeah. like just... <laughs> roots of music in yeah, the world right? uh so guys let's let's uh move further down here we've been listening to these cool eclectic mixes and and sonic combinations um which i think is reflected in your music as well nick i want to talk to you about um miguel's mix of sonic influences but first uh paste magazine said uh about you guys best described as sensual pop for the new age talk modern infuses elements of 90s r&b 80s ballad and guitar-driven indie pop into one sleek genre-bending package. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree. It's a, absolutely. I hope so. Yeah, it's a killer review. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would. They I said would, it just right. They nailed it. It's perfect. Yeah, I, I thought it was a no-brainer to include that, and they did a really great write-up for you um, while releasing Reckless yesterday, which we're going to hear at the end of the show. But you guys have a lot of cool influences, and uh, this Venn diagram of music. Uh, starting to make more sense to me hearing your influences, but Miguel had like this gritty, amazing guitar tone in that last track. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the biggest things that I love about Miguel is that he he just blends that really gritty guitar with such a smooth vocal, and uh, he's always just been a huge inspiration to me vocally. So, and I, Josh being like such an incredible guitarist, I just like really wanted to kind of capture a little bit of that. So. Speaking of that, like, how did you make that transition, Josh? Like, if you're into heavier music, yeah. like, what what drew you to pop music eventually? I've always been really into pop music, like forever. Um, but most of my bands that I've been in have been gravitated towards more pop punk or post hardcore, any number of other genres other than pop. But when I met Nick, I really kind of found this key to unlock. Like, yes, I can finally, you know play mm. these riffs and parts and get these sounds that are really evocative of my favorite pop music. Like it doesn't have to be huge, distorted and gritty. It could be if it works, but like it really kind of opened up what, what I could do, what I've always wanted to do. You know, I, I love playing catchy guitar parts, but now I have with a voice like Nick's, it's really easy to get inspired and write something fresh or like, you know, channel, Let's channel some 90s R&B or some 80s pop. Like it's harder to do that in a heavier band, you know? Sure, yeah. But now I can just be like right on the nose. Let's get a Winnie Houston <laughs> guitar tone and just throw it in there. And that's, I mean, that makes me happier than anything else. So how did you, um, how did you meet? How did the project form? So pretty, pretty cool actually. So I was in a little bit of backstory. I was in San Francisco and my band kind of fell apart <laughs> for lack of a better word down there. And, I was looking for what's next. And um, I put ads up in Seattle, LA, New York, Austin, blah, 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 all the cool music places. And Nick responded to my Craigslist ad. This must have been in like November, 2015. And he just sent me this real rough voice memo of, uh, you know, just like an acoustic guitar and him singing over it. And I was like, shortlist, boom. And I must, I, I heard from a lot of people, but he was always in the shortlist. And 
over the course of like three, four months, you know, we finally met up and it's funny. The first song that we actually ever wrote was not enough. Oh, uh, right. And it, it's been through maybe five or six transformations. Cause we've literally spent this whole year when we realized like, okay, we're onto something, we're onto a sound. Let's, you know, really drive to the core of this and extract like as much as we can from it because we both have pretty different backgrounds and like our, our musical paths and stuff like that, but we both love a great pop song. And so we've been really spent the last, since we met, you know, zeroing in on that. So it's it, Craigslist. Thank you, Craigslist. <laughs> the crazy thing about that though, is that Josh was, when he was still living in San Francisco, he was putting ads up in yeah. Portland and everywhere. And I was currently like looking for musicians to work with. And I would come across Josh's ad and at the bottom, it was always like, um, living in San Francisco, moving to Portland soon. And I'm like, nope, I'm not looking to <laughs> do something in yeah. five months. And so I would just constantly skip over it. And then I just found it and it, he had said that he'd moved and I was like, this is insane. Timing's everything. Yeah. Wow. That is so cool. It was very serendipitous. I'm, I want to, I want to go more in depth later on about, uh, your songwriting process and, and how that works. Uh, but we got to back, get back to the playlist. Let's, uh, play the song that Nick was talking about earlier. We've got Tina Turner's, uh, what's love got to do with it. Yes. It's like such a rad song. I'm going to dedicate this one to uh, fan and friend Ben hooks. Um, I sent him the pride's cover of this song like i'll share it with you guys for sure but uh how can you not uh, just love tina turner everything that she does especially yeah. this era is so awesome it's like she was in a mad max film in the 80s people give her some oh, respect <laughs> here it is this is tina turner on portland radio project
Ready for You by Eric Hassel here on Sounds of PDX. That's an influence from my special guest, Talk Modern. Who wants to chat about Eric's track there? I'll do it. Uh, yeah. I've been listening to Eric for a while and I just noticed, noticed like a little similarities in our vocals and uh, the range is fairly similar and I really kind of like look for guys that have like the same type of range because I'm a baritone. So I feel like most pop singers or at least like guys from boy bands growing up, they were all, they had like very like tenor voices. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't really like relate to them. And uh, yeah, I found him and like the vibe was just everything that I had like been dreaming of and uh, latched <laughs> on to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's cool. Uh, was there any um, bands that did that for you in the pop realm, modern pop realm? I mean, the first song that we played, the 1975, or yeah, they're they're for me one of my all time favorites for sure. Just for a lot of reasons, um, just because of like their their versatility um, within the realm of pop is like really interesting to me. And also the live shows are amazing. Crazy. And their, their brand is amazing. Like I, I kind of I went to one of their first shows in the United States by accident in like 2013, and and it was like in, like no one was there and then now they're playing like these crazy like they just festivals yeah, yeah it's, it's nuts so that to me has been inspiring just because of like how much i want to get there too you know but um yeah i don't know they're just yeah he loves them <laughs> i do he absolutely <laughs> i do them. too yeah they're they're really killer um and, and and they they uh aren't as sensual as you guys but you self-described sensual synth pop i want you to expound upon that i think i mean with Nick's voice, like I said, it's it's easy to kind of create these like lush soundscapes, you know, and like kind of really evocative songs that really like bring you somewhere into like this emotional place, you know. Um, and that's, I mean, I've always loved R and B, and I know Nick. Obviously, it's one of his biggest influences, and <clears throat> to be uh, able to kind of give it a little bit of my flavor too. Um, as a, you know, a songwriter. And then with Nick, I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, you know, I think once we actually wrote not enough mm -hmm. and we realized that it was like, we love that song. Like we just absolutely love that song and realized how intimate it was, even though it's a song, it's like, I'm a little angry in the song. Um, once we created that, and it was just something that we equally loved. We're like, okay, I think we're onto something. Mm. Just something where you feel something, you know, like it's just, it just really channels some like deep emotions within you when you, when you hear it, you know? When you have a collaborator that you know now this formula is working, yeah, then it's the, like, oh, we got a sandbox when, when to you, play with. When you, when you feel that spark, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, I gotta chase that, you know? Another undeniable talented duo um, is on the playlist. Uh, we've got Dr. Dre was still here. Snoop is all over this. Yeah. I mean, those guys were groundbreaking and influenced, I mean, Pop music of the time was influenced by, um, well, 90s rap, whatever you want to call it. But that whole SoCal, everything was influencing and still is influencing many genres. Uh, why particularly this track from Dre? Um, man, in like middle school, I discovered this <laughs> album like uh, 2001. And it just, it was so weird. I never listened to anything like it. I mean, and then it just, it was all I listened to for the better part of a year and i mean it was it's his production um it's the feeling of the song you know when you hear it it puts you somewhere mm -hmm. um and it's just it's really simple like uh in terms of how many parts are in it but it's just god it just brings it home you know and um i've been listening to it still <laughs> all the time <laughs> like the one of the best concerts i've ever been to Oh, Coachella wow, 2012 when Dr. Dre, the, the Tupac hologram. You were there. <laughs> I was there. Oh, man. And it was it was just crazy. You know, like it's almost one of the things that like I'll never see that happen live. You yeah, know, that's but I mean, rhythm, like I said, rhythm and, and beat is like a big part of our songwriting. And I mean, you know, he's one of the pioneers, you know, yeah. so it's 
it's just, you know, you got to pay homage. Dude's a genius. <laughs> and just what a pleasure to listen to in your headphones. I mean, forever. Forever. Dre's production has just been meant to be listened to in headphones. Uh, stick around. We have more influences from Talk Modern, the debut of their EP in the second hour. And coming up, you get a chance to win guest passes to this Friday's show at the Hawthorne Theater. So here it is, Dr. Dre. Stick around. Still Snoop Dogg and D.I. Guess who's back? Steve. Still doing this, Andre? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still Trey Day. AK. Though I've grown a lot, can't keep it home a lot. Cause when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock, you hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block. Ladies, they pay homage, but haters say Trey fell off. Pop. My last album was The Chronic They wanna know if he still got it They say rap's changed They wanna know how I feel about if it you ain't up on pain Dr. Dre is the name I'm ahead of my gang Still puffing my leaf Still with the beats Still not loving police Still rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease Still got love for the streets Reppin' 213 Still the beats bang Still doing my thing Since I left ain't too much change Still I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. Since the last time you heard from me, I lost some friends Well, hell, me and Snoop, we dipping again I Kept my ear to the streets Signed Eminem, he's triple platinum doing 50 a week still I stay close to the heat and even when I was close to the feet I rose to my feet my life's like a soundtrack I wrote to the beat street rap like Cali weed I smoke till I'm sleep wake up in the a.m. compose a beat I bring the fire to your soaking in your seat it's not a fluke it's been tried I'm the truth since turn out the lights from the world-class wrecking crew I'm still at it after mathematics in the home of drive-bys and agmatics Swap meets, sticky green and bad traffic I dip through, then I get good I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. It ain't nothing but mohawk shit Another classic CD for y'all to vibe with Whether you're cooling on the corner with your flop Laid back in the shack, play this track I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still hitting them corners and them lolos, girl I'll break your neck, damn near put your face in your lap Try to be the king, but the ace is back So you ain't up on things Dr. Dre be the name, still running the game Still got it wrapped like a mummy Still ain't trippin', love to see young blacks get money Spend time out the hood, take their moms out the hood Hit my boys off with jobs, no more living hard Barbecues every day, driving fancy cars Still gon' get my regard I'm representin' for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets, it's the D.R.E. I'm representin' for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to Perfect the beat, and I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still hitting the corners in the mellows, girl. Still taking my time to perfect the beat, and I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. Like that? 
right back up in you. Nine, five plus four pennies. Add that shit up. D-R-E. Right back up on top of things. Smoke some with your dog. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Some of that real sticky, icky, icky. Ooh, wait. Put it in the air. 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 Well, use a fool, D-R.
That was Creek by TLC here on Portland Radio Project. Uh, yeah, Carol. She said, yes, TLC on the talk board. Yes. Another good jam. That's uh, an influence of my special guest. Talk modern. And uh, before we get into the next question, I want to give you all a chance to win tickets to Friday's show. Uh, so anything to expect? Um, it's going to be amazing. There's going to be lights and lasers and a smoke machine that you might be able to operate if you get close <laughs> enough. It's Yeah, it's that's one of the big perks of being in the front that's at one actually, of our shows. I, that's a really good gimmick. It like, is. Could you imagine? It is. Actually, and no. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> smoke machine. Hit it. Perfect. Yeah. Maybe you should have a mobile app that would interact. <laughs> We're working on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I digress. All right. So uh, if you're driving and you want to enter to win, go ahead and pull over. Uh, be safe. But what you're going to do right now is you're going to text the word TALK to 27299. And that's for two guest passes this Friday to the Hawthorne Theater to see TALK Modern. And uh, you got to regular 45 minute set full band yeah right on you were you were talking that you were really excited about the uh, musicians you picked up for the show yeah we've uh, narrowed it down I mean we it's it's been a long road looking for the right the right people to make this music come to life you know but um, Ryan Fitch our drummer and Colin Crawford on bass um, has been it's been amazing you know when you find the right fit it really elevates you know obviously the music and we've been you know, we want we want the live show to be like super immersive. You know, we have visuals, we have lasers. Thanks, Duddy. Um, <laughs> lights, smoke. We want it to be you know like a full on experience. You know, so it's important to make sure that everybody's really in sync as an artist and you know within the group. And yeah, we got deliver. really we got really lucky. We like did. Ryan is just like incredible. Like yeah. he's, he's a monster, and Colin just like has like the greatest vibe about him. It's, yeah. It, I feel really, really like honored to yeah. have them play with us. We're super confident. Like we, we went from, you know, our first, we played our first show only uh, a few, like less than two months ago at, uh, at Kelly's. And so this would be our third show. And we went from, you know, total panic attack the first show <laughs> to now we're like, I'll play a show any day, anytime. Let's yeah, go with these right guys. On. So we're like really, really excited to, we just want to, you know, put on a great show for people. I'm excited for people to come out and check what it out. What a feeling. Gosh, that's excited. Yeah. So to win, win a couple passes to this at Hawthorne Theater, you're going to text the word talk to 27299, uh, three great acts that night. And you, so you haven't played Hawthorne before? No, okay. we have not. Very excited. Rad. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> I just saw a band from Glasgow there, another band, uh, Biffy Clyro, and uh, I, oddly enough, hadn't seen a show at the Hawthorne, and I just, I really dig that venue. It's a great venue. It's a cool place. Yeah. Um, so as we head into this next song break, uh, I'm interested to see why this song and uh, what it means to you. So we've got a Michael Jackson song. Yeah. It's a PYT, yeah. Pretty Young Thing. Uh, why this one? There's so many great Michael tracks. Does it need an explanation? I'm just, <laughs> no. no. Yeah, I, PYT, like... What is that like? Way early '80s MJ. Yeah, like it's thriller, on Thriller. Thriller. Um, God, just that to me is like one of my favorite MJ songs. Like the groove is so tight. That uh, I mean, the hook is so good. I mean, you know, everything obviously that that came after that, you know, was kind of building on that style from, from totally. Thriller, I feel like. But PYT, it just felt like you need to be on the dance floor. Like you're not going to be off the dance floor for this song. And it just, I mean, it's been one of my favorites since. I was a little kid. That was like my Nick had his had Tina Turner. I had PYT Michael Jackson. Like that was just my get up and go. You didn't have a rat named Ben. I, I didn't. No. <laughs> that would have been next level yeah. Michael Jackson fandom. Uh, fantastic. Well, let's hear it. This is Michael Jackson here on Sounds of PDX. Stick around. We've got another hour with Talk Modern. You know you, you make me feel so good. 
good inside. <laughs> I've always wanted a girl just like you. Such a purity.
Dina Howard, Freak Like Me, here on Sounds of PDX. I am so bummed out. I didn't know about that track until now. <laughs> That's an influence from Talk Modern. I've been hanging out with uh, Josh and Nick all night. It's clearly from the 90s. How yeah. did you find this thing? We, funny story, we um, we were doing pre-production for our, our EP, and one of our, our big bad tracks that we're like really excited about, it's called Bad For You. So we wanted to channel this like, bad boy, like 90s kind of vibe. And I literally, I Google searched like bad, sexy song, like <laughs> top bad, sexy songs. And I think a Rolling Stone list popped up and I was just going through it on Spotify and I, I hit play on that song and I was like, oh my God, this is like yeah. 90s Dre house party, but like so vibey and bouncy and just like really feel good at the same time. I showed it to Nick. And we're like, should we cover this song? We didn't we didn't cover it, but we're like, we we both love it. And it really we did pull like some influence from it, you know? It's just like that the feel, you know, like yeah. a little bit more swagger in your walk. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly it. Uh some good news I got. Uh we had winners for the guest passes out of the first Yay. hour. So congrats to them. I'm gonna get your information. I'll contact you from the PRP email here, and we will get you on the list at Hawthorne. Uh Talk Modern are my special guests. They are playing at Hawthorne Theater, like I said, Friday. Uh doors open at eight. I also checked that. I yeah. checked it. <laughs> okay. Well done, Josh. He's on it. Um so so yeah, lots of cool things happening. Uh, we've, we've got some more to, to uh, get into in the second hour, uh, but let's talk about the songwriting process. I think this is such a, uh, for me, the most fascinating thing about all um, the collaborative efforts. Mm -hmm. um, so you said earlier when, when you found uh, Nick that he had songs that could fit or inspire your guitar playing. Was it exclusive with him with the tracks or did you bring a catalog? Um, I, I, I had a little bit of a back catalog, but what happened was we we got together and I think, you know, after a few times of just like hanging out over a beer, just like kind of chatting, figuring out, is this going to work out? We kind of just like, let's just jam. Let's just, let's just kick a jam. And I mean, that went on to be not enough of like a year and a half later, but um, we just, from that session and after kind of trying to introduce some of my back catalog that, I mean, cause I just, I write all the time, you know, I just, all these instrumental tracks, different I, genres, different genres. Cool. Yeah. But I realized that, okay, we got something special when we both start fresh with something. Cause this is really unique, you know, like I've never written with anybody like Nick. So, um, it was exciting to start from scratch. I love that too. I don't, I don't need to, I, I mean, I can do other things with those songs or, you know, they'll sit on my iTunes and I'll eventually, you know, <laughs> I'll listen to them and go, ah, oh, that's funny. But yeah, we, we have a really good chemistry when we just start from scratch. Um, yeah. So it, that's, yeah. There, it, it varies between like, there are times where I'll come up with like a vocal melody yeah. and I'll bring it to Josh and he kind of like brings it to life. Um, we did that with a couple of tracks on the record. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, with Not Enough, we kind of just both. Yeah, and a lot of them too, like Bad For You was was Nick. Like Nick composed uh, like on his iPad, the, you know, the, the basic beat and also for Reckless too. And he brought in the hook and I like working like that too. I like basically, I like having these building blocks. Let's put it together. Let's see what we can do. And um, garage band ideas, right? It is, yeah. yeah and he exactly. just, he'll send me the cut of it and I'm like, this is great, let's do it. And I mean, it, we can both, we both are a hundred percent, you know, songwriting with this project. You know, we both are helping each other out in our own, you know, strengths and, you know, we both can bring different things to the table. So it's been a, 
uh, like a, a learning process, but I think like we're both so proud of this EP and like hands down the best thing we've ever done. And we're just like, we're so excited to debut it and as you give should it to be. the world. <laughs> like, I don't know if I've said this yet, but I've, I've heard the EP and it is by far one of my favorite releases of the year. That's so awesome, far. Man. I guess that's unofficial cause it's not released yet, but it's <laughs> About really, to be. you guys knocked it out of the park. It's unbelievable. And, and Nick, I wanted to compliment you and tie it into our next song as well. We've got Marvin Gaye and he had this thing where he tied his melody in these beautiful little bows and just connected both sonically, but with his words, just the, his nuanced performance and dynamic. And you've got that, man. Like, Thanks so much. I man. can see why Marvin Gaye is on the list. I don't know if this was your selection, but it's... It, it was a little more Josh's, it was but... My, uh, but I mean, come on. It for works real, for right? both of us, yeah. I yeah. think. <laughs> it's, uh, and if you haven't heard Ben Harper's cover of Sexual oh, Healing, it's going on the list. really cool, really, really cool. <laughs>
That's my jam. That's Josh's jam. That's Carol's jam. That's Nick's jam. Everyone that's hanging out tonight loves Whitney Houston. (laughs) Uh, This is Luke Neal here on Sounds of PDX on Portland Radio Project, which is KSFL LP Portland, 99.1 FM in the Portland area and PRP.FM or on your mobile device. Uh, Thanks for everyone who's been hanging out. Um, Just so you know, if you don't log in um, and give yourself uh, either through Facebook or username through Twitter on the talk board, it gives you an anonymous uh, name. So if you are anonymous and you don't want to log in with us, just type in there who you are because we want to say hey to you and give you some <laughs> shout outs. Uh, Talk Modern is with us and now we're at the point in the show where we are going to be listening to uh, their EP. But first, you guys covered a Whitney Houston track, uh, How Will I Know? And it's so legit. Uh, but before we talk about that and play it, let's talk about where it was shot. The video with Not yeah. Enough and this at uh, the North Warehouse mm-hmm. is so cool. Yeah. Talk about that production. Um, big shout out to Colin Crawford and uh, the whole team over at North Warehouse for allowing us to shoot there. It was it was a fluke, pretty much. I mean, I didn't know that he worked there, and he he's like, yeah, let's just go check it out. Like He's like, I work at this warehouse. I'm like, oh, okay, let's go check it out. And I go in there, and it's just amazing. Just like, you know, giant space, amazing acoustics. And I'm like, we, can we shoot a video in here? And he's like, yeah, sure, like, why not? Like, it was like totally no big deal. <laughs> and we, I mean, within a couple weeks, we got the Whitney cover going. We got, we flew up uh, a drummer from San Francisco, Kyle, thanks buddy. Um, and, and Duddy. And Duddy, our producer who's been with us since the start, he, he flew up from LA and we rented a bunch of gear and Jove Luke who shot video and edited for us. Um, who was on saxophone? Uh, that was James. Okay. James Gerritsen is an absolute animal and that is not the last time we're going to work with him. <laughs> I, I can guarantee that. And it all just came together. We practiced twice before I think yeah. with the full band and a big shout out to Bethany she Bethany oh yeah she's she great had not even rehearsed with us we we had somebody drop out the day before day and before. Bethany I you know I called Bethany up I'm like hey Bethany are you interested in singing Whitney Houston uh, and being in a music video and she said I'll be there like of course I mean she's amazing and she this did a such a good job so these it was so uh, let me back up yeah yeah <laughs> You tracked it there. That was a live yeah. take. That was live. I hate you guys yeah. <laughs> in the best of ways. Like <laughs> it, it was, that's incredible. And it was like thirty degrees in that. It was warehouse. thirty degrees. It was, it was so November. Cold. It was, was November. The most cold I've ever I'm been in my entire life. Yeah, like we, I love this. I thought it was a video performance to a recorded track. Like we record everything in wow. the North Warehouse. The best. My favorite thing. I think there's the memory of a hearing Nick in this. You know, tracking in this warehouse with like hundred foot ceilings, and then the saxophone. Hearing the sax player rip and just it, the whole wall is shaking with the sax. It was just like, you know, brought some tears almost. It was, it was great. It was a really cool experience. Uh, really pushed us as, as a project to like, okay, this is what it takes. You just have to jump in sometimes. And we're really proud of it. And um, I mean, people like, I mean, it's Whitney Houston, you know, we wanted to put our yeah. own spin on it and, you know, I'm really proud of the end result. So who can tell me about the decision to make it a little heartbreaking? Like the tempo change is really amazing. Yeah, I, I definitely thought at first when I pitched the idea to Josh because I knew he was gonna like, he was gonna take it no matter what. He loves what he's in. Um, but I wanted to do it a little differently. And, and, and I think that we wanted to uh, to slow it down to give it a little more, I don't know what the vibe. word is. Like yeah, a, we, we want it to, to be super vibey yeah. for sure. Yeah. And it leaves you with that question a little bit longer. That's what I noticed when I was watching it. It's like the, how will I know? It's not as fun and poppy. Like it really, it 
it begs the question. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We wanted to really like take that song, which we both love, and like, how can we like use Nick's voice over that? How can we make it you really feel like? Yeah, exactly. It's a question. It's not this like big dance party. Although we channeled some of that, but we wanted yeah. to be, you know, slow and you know. Yeah, there's so many different ways that you can interpret that song, and yeah. I feel like it's just like. The sax had to stay. I was yeah. not going to allow that. <laughs> and the key change. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, wow. No, literally, I was really just blown away by this. Uh, I found the YouTube link, text it to my buddy Ben right away. So another dedication for Ben. This is Talk Modern with their cover of How Will I Know. If he 
Radio Project is a nonprofit, independent radio station where we play a local artist every 15 minutes. We would like to thank our supporters who share our passion for local music and the community. Portland Center Stage. PCS inspires our communities by bringing stories to life in unexpected ways. Bill R. McCracken. Accounting, tax, and financial services. Premier Motorsports of Vancouver. Special thanks to Rick Johnson and his staff. Huge th- shout out to our supporters. I'm back here. This is Luke Neal on Sounds of PDX with Talk Modern. Uh, our supporters allow us to do what we do here. Uh, since we are nonprofit independent, we rely on you. Go to prp.fm to see how you can click to support great local music. It allows me to have this wonderful show that I'm just so honored to have, which is Sounds of PDX. We get to hear killer things like a Whitney Houston cover from Talk Modern. Uh, guys, that was incredible. The talk board just blew up all over that. Uh, my sister, OMG, I love this arrangement. Bunch of people chimed in, man. Uh, I wasn't surprised about that, so well done. Uh, And we have another quick announcement. Uh, We have another set of tickets to give away, so stay tuned. That's gonna happen near the end of the show, Uh, but I wanted to give you some good news. If you texted before and uh, you didn't get the reply, Hold on, text some more. We can get you another set of guest passes for this Friday's show at the Hawthorne Theater. You guys are going to destroy that stage. Yeah. So wait, this is your third show? Third show. Okay, so you played Kelly's? Kelly's. Where else did you play? Holocene. Holocene. Holocene's yeah. a great place, too. Um, but there was some video footage. Teaser came out for a Bad For You shot it at Kelly's. That's Kelly's, yeah. Let, let's give somebody a shout-out, because I've seen a show there, and it doesn't look like that. Yeah. Like, that footage is That would be mind-blowing. Taylor Ouellette out of Phoenix. He crushed it. He, like, was here by a fluke, and I was like, hey, man, you want to shoot? He's like, yeah, I got, like, $10,000 worth of camera gear. Let's do it. <laughs> and he just knocked out. It was He's so natural just running around the stage and he put it together and edited it in like maybe 30 minutes the next day well i think he was hung over yeah <laughs> that might help with the with video editing your, your parents know that you drink taylor so sorry <laughs> now they do whoops uh. <laughs> but yeah thank you taylor that was amazing and we yeah we love that it turned out so good yeah, it's, I can't wait to see the whole thing. Uh, so you guys, we were talking about the, the North Warehouse performances. Uh, the first song I heard of yours uh, was Not Enough, but I, I want to right now talk about the importance, uh, sorry kids, about the business side of the music business. Uh, not as fun as talking about production or songwriting, but I think it's important for bands like you to share some of your best practices yeah. because it's obviously opened some doors for you, and I think it's brilliant what you do. Uh, so have at it. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean... The songwriting is obviously the most fun part, right? But we really think, you know, when you have something and you really want to get it out there to the world, you got to you got to be strategic about which steps you take, you know? Like for us, uh we really wanted to be like kind of like a fashionable brand forward band, you know? Like we wanted to have like a look and an image, so we wanted to make sure we had a great logo done for us by Cade, Nick's friend. He killed it. Yeah, it's and really nice. And a great video with excellent sound. You know, everything, your first impression is going to be happening for a long time if you're like a, a new band, you know? So a lot of people are going to be experiencing you. And if you have a really, you know, if everything you put out is really pro and well thought out and is on brand, it's going to be great, you know, and you can really control your image and what you want out of it. But for me, it's like, I, I believe in this project so much. I'm so excited about it that why not, why shouldn't everything be at the highest caliber? You know, yeah, why shouldn't, sure. you know, if our songs are great, let's make our photos great, our video great, everything, you know, cause we want, we want people to experience everything and be 
really, really excited about it. <laughs> and Josh has taken on like so much of like the back end of all of the work as far as like, I don't know, like replying to emails and just like copyright stuff. And he's just, he has, well, he, right now you're just like this is what you do he's like he doesn't he doesn't have a day job and uh no he's just done like such a great job i don't i don't think we would be where we are right now if he didn't take on those responsibilities he's he's definitely like encourages me to you know be better and just he he's a, you're a pusher josh you're a pusher. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's not fun though it's hard to convince somebody yeah. hey why don't you go on the government's website and copyright our songs like it, that's not a fun thing for anybody <laughs> no. to do you know so it's like it's it's stuff you you got to get your ducks in a row so to speak yeah. you know but we for us it's all about we want to we want to put our music out there to everybody and just we you know you got to go through the mud to get to well, the that's <laughs> the number one thing. As I mentor or produce bands, that's what I tell them. It's like, okay, you got a bunch of great songs. Have you been to the Library of Congress? Exactly. Like, let's do that before you start giving your music out to BMI and all these other places. Yeah. Um, I think it is so important. There was a great documentary called um, uh, Keep the Music Alive or The Music is Almost Alive or something like that. But Questlove was in this music documentary and he said a lot of young musicians need to understand the difference between art and commerce and yeah. that's the music business and there is definitely a balance. Now these days you can be more of an artistic singer songwriter and still own the business side. It's yeah. like such a unique advantage and I, you know, you mentioned about the garage band demoing stuff. Like I'm gonna date myself, but that wasn't available. I used to also have to carry around like a little handheld cassette recorder to record melody ideas. Yeah. So um, how much involvement do you guys have in pre and post production? A lot. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I use Logic and that's, it's like garage band next, graduated. Um, but it's been, I mean, learning garage band, like I would say after picking up a guitar, Learning GarageBand uh, has been one of the biggest steps I've taken um, because it allows me really, because I, I, when I'm songwriting, I think on more levels than just a guitar plugged into an amp. You know, I want to sure. be able to, oh, let's put a shaker here and then let's get a drum beat and let's get a clap and a synth and a bass. A program like Logic like or any, you know, Ableton, Pro Tools, anything like that, uh, that allows you to like kind of paint a full picture of a song. We, we're able to write song ideas that are like, you know, 70% produced. So generally, you know, we would get it as far as we can in house and then we'd hand it over to our amazing producer, Duddy, who would mix and, you know, help us, you know, trim some fat off the songs because we want to make these beauties three and a half minute pop masterpieces, right. you know, but a, we, we have a lot of, we have our hands on the wheel throughout the whole process. And uh, it's important for me and important for Nick too, because, you know, it's important for us, our vision to come through all the way to the end, you know, and we literally with this EP, we've been working on it for, you know, in some form for a year, uh, at least like with these, these four songs, just going back and forth, that could be better. That sound could be different, you know, raise that background vocal. So it's important for us to make sure what goes out is we're absolutely proud of it. We know, we know how, uh, if you, if there are like too many hands on a project, it's yeah. easy to lose sight of like what is what you originally created. And luckily that he's like a no funny business kind of guy. <laughs> he's like very great at kind of like really just bringing everything to life. And yeah. he's just like, so on the same level, it's, 
it's we got really lucky. Yeah, that's so rad. Uh, before we hop into the next question, a quick uh, shout out. Uh, Sunita on the talk board says that uh, we are here listening to the beautiful tunes. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. A couple of our listeners chiming in. You can do so on the PRP app or on PRP.FM. Um, so the first thing that you put out there as Talk Modern was not enough, mm-hmm. right? That yeah. The live video. Um, so that's the next thing on the playlist. We're getting into the EP. Yeah. I don't know what order the EP's in, but I put this one first. Uh, I think it's a great introduction to your sound. Uh, what inspired this song and where are these lyrics coming from? Because it's another heartbreaker. These lyrics are coming from like, like a love affair that goes really really wrong kind of like early on is really what it's what it's about um (laughs) but you kind of stick with it because you don't know what else even though the warning signs were there exactly yeah and you kind of just you, you halfway through you learn that like okay obviously there's like some miscommunication and it it's almost it's almost like giving somebody a dose of their own medicine Hmm. and knowing that like you don't really want to do it but they kind of want you to do it so you just give in and you're like all right yeah i'm i'm gonna do it yeah yeah that's nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's it's extremely descriptive thank you guys so much it, by the way is this the first track on the ep uh I, do you know you know we're, we're still playing that by <laughs> okay, right now, but okay. for now for tonight yeah because there's an art to that yeah, well I'm, know, right? I'm happy to uh, kick off the debut of the xoep from talk modern this is not enough here on sounds of pdx
there's always this cool subconscious thing that happens uh, as as the end of these artists' songs starts wrapping up. I don't even have to warn them. They throw the headphones on. They know intuitively <laughs> it's the end of their brilliant track. Not enough. The talk board again blew up. Uh, Jeff Lockhart said, uh, great music, great vibes, great show. Rocket Nick, Rocket Talk Modern. Alicia Robinson, the music is stellar. Love the lyrics and the rhythms. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for the EP debut. Uh, why did you go with the title XO? <sighs> Nick, you want to handle this one? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> each song is kind of it's they're all love songs. And um and it they're all just like so different and I think that that was the main message that we were trying to put off. We, we wanted to like sign off on a love letter, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, Talk yeah. modern. Nice. Yeah. You know, and it just it just felt right. It's like short but it says so much you know just those two letters you know with that you know it, it, it just it works and it looks cool it does look cool <laughs> it's really cool uh was that a, a central theme for the ep or did it just happen to be a common thread in these four tracks i think we knew pretty early on uh that we wanted to kind of put together a record that you know had this uh love undertone nick writes love songs yeah i write and that's yeah and those are i mean like that's okay that's great let's do it don't fight it if that's (laughs) what you're writing right somebody's got to write great love songs uh so you've mentioned duddy throughout the evening uh let's give credit where credit's due is duddy the producer engineer explain Uh, that relationship uh, a little bit of everything okay duddy has been duddy brown out of la long beach um i mean he's been a strategic partner for us since we started i mean he he kicked us our first like practice mix of not enough. He, you know, was up there doing the North Warehouse sessions with us. He did. He came up from LA for pre-production. He came up to track us. Um, you know, like he's, it's he's such an essential team member for us, and it's awesome to have somebody, you know, on the other side of the glass, so to speak. Like you know, we can bring an idea to him, and he just knows us at our core, and he knows like what's their mission. Let's let's get it, you know? So he, he's really been great for us to, you know, go back and forth with. And I mean, man, we must have a great mentor. He's a great mentor. And we must have emailed him a hundred thousand times with like, (laughs) Hey, can you drop the vocal? Just like a half a DB in that last part. And he's like, sure, sure, sure. Every time it's great. That's so right. Almost. I feel like I feel bad, but at the end, the end result, he just crushed it. We're like so proud of it. It's there. Um, that's an interesting thing. So, so what advice would you give to somebody who hasn't had that type of relationship for producer? What would you say that they need to work for? before it because it's a tough thing i don't have to tell you you're giving over your art to somebody at that time that would be new i think Uh, yeah i think that it's important that you meet people who really love what you're doing and and if you work really hard you will find those people and once you kind of build that base it grows from there and i think that it becomes a little bit easier and people kind of like they take you seriously Mm -hmm. and yeah that's you just have to find that family and you have to really build it from there. Yeah. And and work with people that you like, you know, you have to make sure that, you know, you like and you trust, but you're handing over the keys to your baby to this person and they have to really like, that was our mission. We were looking for like, you know, who's on board with this vision, you know? And it's it's not just, it's, you know, we, we kind of had a unique goal for this EP and, you know, it was expectations of grandeur. If we really wanted <laughs> everything, you know, so, you know, Duddy was a no-brainer, and he was in it to win it from the start. So we really—I mean, we wouldn't have wanted to work with anybody else. So. There was no punches pulled. Um, let's talk about "Stupid Love." That's the next track I want to play for everybody. "Stupid Love." Yeah. "Stupid Love" is a great song. Um, I actually went on 
a an adventure one day. We uh, I had a conversation with Josh about really uh, wanting to put together like a a really deep love song, something that you know hurt and that you know showed a little more vulnerability. Um, so. I went on an adventure and kind of just like went to a bunch of different spots that I'd been to when I was when I first moved to Portland and I was like not feeling so hot and relived those moments and like jotted down some lyrics throughout the day and would like go mm. to bars that like I would go to at, um, when I first moved here and uh, like like parks and whatnot and then at the end of the day I went home and I like jotted down some lyrics and uh, we met up and then we kind of just like he had this like great guitar riff that was just like beautiful and it, it kind of like it came together really quickly i mean yeah it was just it was like clockwork you know the, the idea was so good and it's like such a reliving you know moments of your past and then letting that channel to where you're at right now and i was like i'm on board let's do it and uh it was just one of those songs that just came out really quickly hmm. it's just i mean so it it hits you and it's definitely more vulnerable than a lot of our other tracks and it's yeah. but you know It'll, it'll really end, we hope. <laughs> I, I felt for sure I was going to say that um, even before we met up today. Like, it's a very visceral lyrics, like, and it takes you to where I thought this, the songwriter was. So uh, well done, translated so well. Here it is, second track off of the XO EP from Talk Modern. This is Stupid Love on Portland Radio Project. My body paralyzed All for you It's all for you Cursing the satellites That got me home at night Far from you I know if I ever had you back, I would regret 
Stupid Love by Talk Modern here on Portland Radio Project. They are my special guests and have been kind enough to let me debut the EP. Man, what a beautiful song. Big, lush vocals. Like, I'm a big fan of reverb, too, so kind of take me to those spacey places. (laughs) Uh, um, I was looking at the talk board here. Uh, Angela just chimed in. She said, this is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, that is... It's hard to decide. I think Reckless right now is is my favorite song. I was just telling Nick during the break there. Uh, but we are getting to that. We also have some tickets to give away. Uh, but before we do that, uh, I wanted to ask you guys about Bad For You. That's the next song that we're going to play. And you decided to go with a non-radio friendly chorus. <laughs> so, <laughs> Super non-radio friendly. Yeah. Which, but I think it's the only way to get the point across. So when you hear the song... Uh, listeners out there, you'll obviously hear the edit, but it's important to to understand. I think uh, from the artist's perspective, was there no other word you could choose? Like I think, I feel it just it just drove it home. Yeah, yeah. Like, it really just drives the point home. Um, we we thought of we tried we turned over every rock, and it was no, it, it is the only way to go. And it's just it's such a powerful chorus, and it that it's it's one of those instances where that word does make it more, you and know. And I should like, apologize, sorry to cut you off, but I should apologize to my roommates. I wrote that song at like 3 a.m., like singing <laughs> like the F word really loud. Yeah. <laughs> when inspiration strikes though, you know. Yeah, you, you gotta go with it. Um, so the, the I do have to tell listeners, like we were definitely gonna get this on the air. Um, I figured, I didn't know if I was gonna have to do a live edit or not, but, <laughs> but you guys got a, a really cool radio edit for this. And I one thing I do wanna say about this is I think the, um, the songwriter integrity that you have shown of just like, hey, we're going to put this out there. It's explicit or not. Also, too, we live in a day and age where it's going to be streamable in a lot of places. But man, the song is so good. And uh, if you want the full impact, please come to the Hawthorne Theater this Friday because uh, we're going to be giving some tickets away and yeah. you can hear the F word live All on this song long. <laughs> all night long. <laughs> Guaranteed to not only appear in Bad For You, the F word will show up. Uh, so, <laughs> Get ready. If you're driving, please pull over. Be safe. You're going to text the word TALK to 27299. Again, that's the word TALK to 27299 to see Talk Modern. Friday, August 11th. Doors open at 8 at Hawthorne Theater. Text in now. This is your chance to win. So here it is. The radio edit of Bad For You by Talk Modern. With desire, I'm growing tired My eyes wandering All these questions, where you been? Trying to see it's justified yeah. I'm f***ing barefoot, you're barefoot, you're so f***ing barefoot You're barefoot, you're barefoot To know, so I'm coming clean. I'm trying to show you the truth. This is who I am. You can blame my death. 
Because he's key I never knew love from a good man I'm learning that we love till we die Fight back the worst and make good people cry All your fears are justified, yeah. debuting talk modern that was bad for you off of the xoep gentlemen thank you so much again for allowing me to do this this evening it has been an absolute blast yeah thanks for so having awesome. us yeah we uh, put it out there just before that song uh the uh we have a winner the text to win is closed uh so i will definitely be there friday we'll get the names for the hawthorne theater we had a couple winners tonight congratulations to you we'll probably be reaching out to you tomorrow um but before we let these guys go, unfortunately, we're getting uh, close to the end of the program. I wanted to uh, ask you guys, because I think this is important to know, what is advice you would give to folks in the music business, whether they're singers, guitarists, engineers, whatever, that kind of want to follow in your footsteps? What advice would you give to somebody that's starting in this crazy game? Um, it's going to be, it can be a rough ride at times, but like keeping your eye on the prize and not wavering from your vision, you know, and making sure you see through to the end. I mean, there's going to be like the highest of highs and then some days going to feel like the lowest of lows. But if you're like so confident in what you're doing, you need to see that through. Like you need to give it everything you've got. Uh, I mean, I think that's the most important thing. You don't want to look back and be like, ah, I wish I I could have. No, if you believe in, if you believe in your art, see it through because that's, that's, I mean, it feels really good. (laughs) Yeah. No backup plan. No. You definitely need to work as hard as you possibly can. Yeah. I think it's very important to surround yourself with people who are honest with you. 
Um, I am fortunate enough to have like met so many beautiful people who are like love what I do, but are always so brutally honest and you all know who you are. <laughs> uh, but they've just been so honest with my family, especially my family has been so honest and they also are like, you know, no funny business kind of group. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that, you know, being able to know when you need to change up, change some things up. I think that you need to not let pride get in the way. You need to, you need to have a clear vision, but you also at the same time, you need to continue to learn and grow. And I think that that's like the most important thing because if you don't, there's not going to be much progress. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Great advice, gentlemen. Uh, again, I can't thank you enough for letting me debut this EP. We're going to end the evening with Reckless. Is there anything you'd like to say, shout outs you'd like to give before I release you from the PRP studio? God, I mean, we shouted. I mean, we love Duddy and... Uh, oh, my little Aussie friend who can't come to any of our shows because he's been working graveyard at the airport. Yeah. Uh. My girlfriend, Angela, has had to put up with listening to every mix of every <laughs> song ever. And Ian, Ian, my our, our old keyboardist my old band who's been dying for the Whitney Houston song to be played. Oh, right on. And, and my family, everybody. We're, yeah, so, we're so excited to be so doing great. this. Yeah. And like we're, we made a snap decision to just drop our EP throughout the course of this month. We just want to give it to people. We want people to hear our music and like, let's go, let's do it. Well, they're, they're hungry for it. I want to thank uh, Joel, Anthony, Carol, Angela, David, Jeff, uh, Sunita, everyone for hanging out with us tonight, chiming in on the talk board. Love you so much. Uh, so here it is, the last song off of the EP. Be sure, be sure you join Talk Modern and myself this Friday at Hawthorne Theater for their show. It's going to be stellar. Thank you guys once again. This is Talk Modern with Reckless. I'm your host, Luke Neal, reminding you to discover and support local music. See you coming, my eyes can't seem to get enough My heart is pumping, so nervous but I'm playing tough See I can feel it in my hands, it's a kiss and baby I'm yours And if I'm coming I'm strong, I don't give a damn baby I'm yours Your touch is magic, my body can't get enough These hearts are burning, why for that reckless love? See, I can feel it in your hands, it's a kiss, baby